0: So, dear brothers and sisters, I'm just back today from uh, my short holidays in Austria. I'm not sure if you've ever been to Austria. Austria is pretty amazing. If you've never been, I strongly recommend it. Put it on your bucket list. right? I've been there before, and it really is a very spectacular place. So, we're uh, in, a, um, in Tyrol. Well, yeah, Austria, in general, is, is average. Tyrol is amazing. Um, Steiermark is pretty cool as well. But I was in Tyrol, and it's a, just a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Uh, stunning mountains and valleys and lakes and streams and cows with the bells. They actually do have them. Lots of cows. They, all night you hear, ding up in the hills. Uh, and we went, we went hiking during the day. And, uh, yeah, we're up to, we, were, we only got as far as 1,400 metres, whereas there's mountains a little further back that are 2,500 metres, just... Spectacular stuff. Absolutely amazing. And as you sit there, like... And we went up to... I don't even know what we call it in English. It's an Alm. It's like a... A a mountain house. Kind of a house up in the mountains where cows stay most of the time. But there's a bit of a accommodation there as well. They have a word for it in German. Uh, So we went up to to one of those, one of the days, uh, to celebrate Mass. So you're up in this mountain side looking out into a valley with mountains even bigger mountains in the in the distance and and lakes and it's just as you look around and if you kind of if you go from the, the, the the macro to the micro and just look around you like everything is full of life there are bugs and beetles and ants and 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 flies and gnats and all sort of like the place is just full of life and when you look around like, and you're you taking like, the big picture of the small picture, the absolute phenomenal detail that God has put into everything and filled it with life. And like, the, 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 the patience that God has had right, in carving out those mountains, these massive tectonic plates jamming up against each other and bursting up to form mountains. Right? and then glaciers coming along and carving out trenches and all sorts of bits and pieces out of them, and then melting and forming lakes. The eons, the, the, the millions of years it took to do all of that. like the, the, the care and detail that God has put into all of creation. And one single soul is worth more than all of that. Because heaven and earth will pass away. So the heavens, the sky and the earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. God's word is given for the nourishment of our soul. All of creation will eventually pass away. It doesn't mean we we don't have to take care of it in the meantime, but all of creation will eventually pass away. But one single soul will not. That's like the, the, the value of a soul. It is eternal. We're not... Eternal in the same way that God is eternal. God has no beginning and no end. We most definitely have a beginning, but we have no end. Your soul will live forever. Where it lives forever, that depends on us, but it will live forever. The Alps actually will not. Eventually, the world will, you know, run out of steam, and the, well, the, the sun will burn up and run out of fuel, and supernova and swallow us. Don't worry, it won't happen in our lifetime. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll be okay but all of that amazing and all as it is stunning and all as it is will eventually pass away but your soul will not so what does that mean i mean if if we really live that and really really but really believe that and i'm saying this to myself as well it means like whatever we do for a soul whatever you have to offer up whatever you suffer and offer out out of love for the salvation of a soul to help a soul get to heaven is worth that and a hundred times more. The value of one single soul. That's why the Lord can send out the apostles, the twelve in, in today's gospel from Mark. And, and he can be very uh, disinterested in worldly things. You know, provide yourselves with no gold, no silver, not even with a few coppers for your purses. No haversack for the journey. No spare tunic or footwear our staff you don't need anything you only need me you only need me rely on me do what you're doing for the the, the salvation of these eternal souls and that's all you need you just need me i mean if 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 we believe that imagine how how different it would be how different our, our, it, would, it would be for us to carry our crosses You know, to recognise like I'm offering this now for, for, for this person or for the, that person's conversion or for this family or for whatever it may be and, and it's a cross and the cross remains a cross and the cross always is something in and of itself negative as a consequence of, this, of, of, of sin but it can be transformed through love and then those hard days and those lonely days and those negative days and those days of, of rejection and failure and, and maybe even grief, those days can be transformed and can be offered up united to the sufferings of the Lord for the salvation, of, even if it was only one single eternal soul. My goodness, we'll, we'll, we'll only see the value of all of this from heaven. Then we'll know then we we'll know. I mean, this side of eternity, uh, things can be difficult. And I think if 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 you think about your own life and maybe the lives of your your neighbours and and friends, no one goes through this battle of life unscathed. There is no one who hasn't been in some way hurt or injured. It, I mean, it's just the way life goes. The goal of life isn't to get through it unscathed Joe. The goal of life is to get through it and learn how to love. Learn how to love, learn how to transform all of these things through love into grace. For as we pray like in, in the chaplet, you know, in atonement for our sins. And for those of the whole world, we unite our sufferings to the sufferings of Christ in atonement for what I've done wrong, and so that the whole world might discover again who their Father is. And we have the power, we have the ability to, to help the Lord in his work, to assist him in his work. He sends out the apostles. I mean, he, he doesn't do all of the work himself, not because he can't, but because he wants us to take part in this work of salvation. He wants us to be his feet. He wants us to be his consoling word. He wants us to be his presence through our actions, through our faith. He sends us out to save souls. And what a privilege it is. I mean, there's some friends of mine here who ran a pilgrimage to Medjugorje recently. Thank God. And, you know, like... They were saying, as is very, very typical and very, very common at the beginning of a Medjugorje trip, uh, everything goes to pot, right? If you've ever organised a pilgrimage to Medjugorje, the day of or the day before, the bus will cancel, there'll be a thunderstorm, um, the, 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 the airplane will have a flat. Uh, Joe Walshers will call up and say, oh, oh, it was 10 tickets you asked for. Oh, all oh, right. Oh, i will have to call the office. We, we allocated two. Um, Hold on, and and all of this there'll be all this kind of to and fro, and everything will go to pot the day before, and you'll be wondering why on earth did I even do this? Why do I bother? Right? I'm not even sure there's going to be any pilgrimage at all. Then two people pull out. Are you kidding me? What do you mean now we pull out the day before? Then you call like six people to see if you can get someone to fill two tickets. All this kind of stuff. Oh, you know, the day before it's always it's always it's always the way. But then what happens? Well, in the end, it just seems to work out. (laughs) It just seems to work out. Two pull out and four pull in, and uh, Janie, we're, we're bursting at the seams now, all of a sudden. And then you go out there, and then it's just, just blessing after blessing. And why do we do this? Because we love. Because we care. And because we want to be, in some way, the Lord's actors, His agents in saving souls. The love of Christ urges us on. So, as we gather here tonight in prayer, we ask the Lord for just that—that—that for this divine perspective on things, looking at the world and looking at each other, looking at like every single person who has an immortal soul. And those that we're praying for that we've never even met. You know, when there's an accident or a a tragedy somewhere at the far side of the world. And we're praying for people that we've never even met. And yet our prayers and our love and our offered up crosses can affect, positively affect them. Why? Because we care. Because we love. Because we want to be not just Christians in name, but Christ-like in our actions. So we ask for, for that divine perspective. That if and when our crosses weigh heavily upon us, that we might transform them through love into a source of grace. Because we love. And because we want the salvation of every single soul. Amen.